the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good Saturday afternoon to y'all. I officially... No! (laughs) No, I'm taking over the show today. Well, you're back. You... I was on here last week. Were you here last yeah. week? How quickly I forget. Uh-huh. Take it over the show. I'm going to kick you off okay. the show. Okay, okay, well, I'm there. D- <laughs> Take my headset off, and you just have at it. Yeah, okay. I'm fine with that. I got all my articles. I'll tell you what. If, if that dog keeps snoring like she's been doing this afternoon... <laughs> I, I know where I'm end up. I'm end up over there in the lazy boy snoring too. <laughs> if I take, if I don't do this show, I'm gonna be over there snoring right along with her. Okay, so then let's not, because I don't need another loud noise in the background. Distraction in the background. Yeah, we lost the TV remote, so if you're hearing something, it's the TV in the background. Yeah, I can't. We have a habit. I guess I can unplug it. But then you have to like plug it back in and reset the whole bag. I'm sure thing. nobody can hear it. I Maybe not. Well, it's a good western, so. Oh. If you That's true. Who's on hear it? Who's on? Oh, it's commercial. Oh, it's commercial right now. now. Okay, <laughs> all right. Okay, it's twenty twenty one five. What? Oh, the channel. Grit. I was like, what? is it Grit TV? Yep. Yeah, I watch a lot of Grit TV. Good stuff. Um, congratulations. We had two the the Bassmaster elites were down on Lake Fork in Texas last weekend. And no, I don't want spring fishing technique tips. Before you say congratulations to South Carolina, guys, which is very important, I want to say congratulations to Lee Livesey for weighing in Bassmaster's third biggest bag ever. 43 pounds. Um, What was his total? Well, his total was 112. 112, Yeah. Yeah. But 43 (sighs) on the last day. That was crazy. I haven't watched. I need to, because we were out on Lake Murray. Right. All day Sunday. I had MLF, or not MLF, the Tiger <laughs> Warehouse live in one hand and the Bassmaster live in the other. <laughs> I was out on the water. For Sunday, yeah. For Sunday. I was out there was part good. of the time. I know. If I get some credit. Oh, I give you plenty of credit. I was his media boat driver. Let me tell you what, this girl can drive a boat. It may be 17 and a half feet and have a 90 Mercury on it, and she was really upset we were getting passed by everybody else. Okay, but it, but it we, wasn't every time. There were times when you were up there in the front running because okay. you, we weren't we were we were point hopping yeah. through Lake Murray. But let me tell you what, you can drive a bass boat. I have no doubt it's when we of, upgrade in the next year or so, <laughs> you you will have no problems. See, I had multiple times last weekend where I was like. Oh, you know, this is this is great. Like, I have a cute little boat, you know. Well, the first time I was like, oh, this is embarrassing. We pulled in to the marina where everybody was, you know, hopping off their boats, taking their bags up to weigh in, coming back home. Wrapped boats. And, well, wrapped boats. 250s. Yeah, 
21 foot, yeah. Yeah. And and at one point, we were leaving, and pretty much everybody else was leaving, too. And, you know, you heard all the two, I mean, they had that, like, it spits out, and then it goes, oh. and it's so, it's, oh, it sounds so good. And it was like, one starts up, two starts up, three starts up, and then I was like, okay. Shuts off. <laughs> we ran her. We ran her hard last weekend. She yeah, was, we did. Scarlett had a workout, but she did good. Oh, she, she did, did great. Really good, but it was just yeah. It was that feeling of when you you play right in front of everybody else, and you're up right behind Anthony Gagliardi, and you're like, yes, I'm, I'm up here, and I'm and doing good, and then, and then, then you fade one boat, two boats, <laughs> and you end up in the back of the line behind eight different boats. It's okay. I had the prettiest boat driver out there this past weekend, and I was just fine with that. I don't think anybody knew I was a girl until I took my hat off. <laughs> my buff <laughs> off, my sunglasses. Yeah, you look like a little terrorist, so nobody <laughs> could see who you were. It was cold. It was cold. Yeah, it was, it was a, fun. It was a great time. Great time. And uh, I, I didn't tell you, but I actually had your boat airborne twice on Sunday. Without me? Yeah. I mean, like, like one time it came up. And it was in the air enough to where it kind of blew it to the right a little <gasps> bit. <laughs> what did you do? Well, it's just, Pontoon it, wake or just up just, another boat's wake? Just boat wakes in the wind on Sunday. It was <laughs> a little white capping out there on the big water. <laughs> it was fun, though. It's, but it's like you. It's like you said. Just hang on that steering wheel and mm-hmm. roll with it. Yep. And, that's, and uh, it becomes really fun. It you know what fun. isn't fun? What? Dropping your phone in the lake. It it acts. It, here's the thing about that whole deal. You know, I should have. I I knew better. The thought crossed my mind. I, you're on the phone with it inside the hoodie, and it's clamped against your shoulder. So everybody cock their head over to the left, put their phone over there, put it. You know, and that's the way my head was. I was trying to take pictures. I was trying to run the trolling motor with about a one to two foot chop. On the main lake, and and the thought went through my mind that this is probably not a good thing. You need to stop doing one thing or the other. And about that time, for some reason or another, I just kind of cocked my head a little bit to the right, and the phone <laughs> slid out. Instead of staying in the hoodie, it slid out. It bounced between my feet <laughs> to the left, and then oh, did a perfect time. kaplunk. And let me just set the scene for you. Into the I'm lake. sitting in the driver's seat. And I was, I was, I think I was watching Bass Live. I think that's what I was doing. And then I just happened to look up because I heard this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I looked up and I was like, "What was that?" And I looked down and you could see a black thing floating down uh, really slowly uh, into the really clear water. Goodbye. And I was like, I looked at Dad and I was like, "Dad," he goes, "Yep, ha, that was stupid." <laughs> I was like, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> uh, I have lost two phones in the water. <laughs> One was down in Goodland, Florida, which was down south of Marco Island. I was, it was a, it was a Motorola Razor, which I oh really gosh. liked the old Motorola Razors. Those were the best flip <laughs> phones ever. Ancient. And I had it in my left pocket, which was Velcro shut, and I leaned over to grab a snook, <laughs> uh, and uh, I heard a plunk that wasn't something associated with a fish splash, <laughs> and yep. So I lost two. The third phone I've lost to water is a story. Oh boy. Shim Creek boat ramp, Charleston. Pulled up, you kind of pull in and you pull forward, ahead, and then that's where you, you used to get your boat ready back in there, especially when it wasn't crowded. Okay. And there was, uh, I had my phone in my lap, and when I got out of the truck, 
it bounced out of my lap into the only pothole in the parking lot, which was full of salt water. So I have lost three phones to water. Water hazards. That, <laughs> that's water that hazards. <laughs> that's, but, that's unfortunate. Yes. But you got, you got it back. You I got did. another phone. I got another phone, thanks to Assyrian and Verizon. I have a new phone. But anyway, so we've blown that one. Uh, let's get to what I originally started getting to. Yes, yes. congratulations to Lee Livesey, 112 pounds. Patrick Walters earned his second century belt in his second uh, trip to Lake Fork with 102.5 over four days. Uh, I think um, Brandon Cobb finished 25th in this one. So good finishes for those two. And then, like I said, we were on Murray for the Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit, which uh, Anthony Gagliardi finished second in that one. Gosh, so close. Eight, uh, two pounds, eight ounces, and had, and I'm sure he'll talk about it when we have him on. He, he had the fish that he needed, uh, to win that on several times and just, but that's the way it goes, you know. Hey, Casey Ashley finished 13th. It was good to see Casey. It was. We, uh, haven't seen him since ICAST two years ago. So it was good. I got, I got our, uh, a, a two-year picture of Taylor, and he didn't have to bend down or no, stoop I'm... or no. anything else. So <laughs> it's uh, it's really fun when you when you know these guys. That, you know, you always have liked to have your picture taken with them, and it's fun to see the grow up side of it. Yep. So yeah, so congratulations to everybody that fished those two weeks, those two tournaments, and uh, gosh, 112 pounds and 102 pounds. Which was down because there were some guys on live, especially predicting there would be multiple hundreds. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember so. that. Anyway, all right, y'all hang on. We are going to come back and talk to Ellie Jones, a good friend of mine down at Drew Allen State Park, about Drew Allen State Park because that's where we stayed last weekend. Cool place to go and a lot of family history, a lot of memories down there. Y'all hang on. We'll be back after the break. Welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. Glad you're spending a little bit of your time on a Saturday with us. We appreciate you listening in. And uh, let's, let's, let's make sure get that in here. Let's see. Got that, Taylor? Got it. Because he doesn't know what's coming, does he? No, he doesn't. We haven't done this in a while. We haven't done this in a while. And, and poor Ellie. He's just a guinea pig. <laughs> I want to welcome Ellie Jones uh, to Woods and Water. Ellie, before we get started with everything... Now, you got a good listen to that music, right? I did. Okay, now, is that Darius Rucker or is that Hootie and the Blowfish? Now, this that is. Dar- that's Darius Rucker. That's Darius Rucker. Gosh. We're starting off today <laughs> just so I'm, so. I'm in such a good mood. I know you are. I, <laughs> Ellie's sitting there scratching his head going, what just happened? Uh, <laughs> I'm, trying to get this, I'm trying to swipe left real quick. <laughs> We uh no it's uh it, Taylor and I had this thing and it's it's kind of the generation that you grew up in you know when I was when I first started listening that was Hootie and the Blowfish uh-huh and then then he transitioned to Darius Rucker and so I always like that it's kind of fun to get people's impression of which when they hear that who is that to them you know 
So. Sorry, Dad. That's all right. I lost this one. I know. I'm going to take the L on this one. But I will say this. I grew up in Marion, and Hootie and the Bluefish were a big draw, and we saw them in high school numerous times. Well, okay, then let's do this. When you hear that voice, does is will that always be Hootie and the Blowfish? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. okay. We'll ca- I tell you what, Taylor. We'll call this one a split. Oh, we've, oh, we've never had a split, so we'll call this a split. <laughs> oh, me. Oh, no, Ellie. We uh, we've been a few years tossing this idea around, and it's it's my fault it hadn't happened. Before now, but but welcome to the show, man. You have been a, a good friend of mine for a long time. You ma- live and manage on a place that's a real treat to go spend a few days at, like we did last weekend while the Tackle Warehouse Pro Series was on Lake uh, Murray. And uh, Ellie Jones is uh, is on with us. Ellie, take a moment, introduce yourself, what you do it there at Drew Island State Park, which is what we're talking about on this segment. And uh, and we'll get going from there because it, you, man, you got a great job and you, and you and you you live in a great place. Well, I, I I'm a little partial to to Greer. Uh, I've been here a little over 13 years. Uh, I manage the park. I manage all operations, all staff, maintenance, operations. Uh, also, I I you know handle you know the scheduling and the budgets and all the good and the bad that goes along with it. Um, <laughs> But all the campsites, the villas, all the rentals, et cetera. So that's kind of what I do. I'm, you know, I got to have broad shoulders because it all sure. kind of falls back on me. Yeah. And last weekend, man, from the outside, went off without a hitch. Absolutely. Good team of people to work for over at what used to be FLW. It's now Major League Fishing with, you know, Bob Taylor and uh, Bill Taylor and all those people. And uh, then you got, you know, right. Right down the street from you, you got Miriam over at Capital City Lake Murray to work with, and, and it looks like y'all put on a great event. Well, we we it's a lot of work goes into the details, and and we've all worked well together. We've worked, like I said, you know, in the past, and we all kind of know and can anticipate, and and you, you, the end result is what we had this past week. Man, I wish one more fish, one more five and a half pounder. No kidding. <laughs> oh wow. Folks, if you weren't wearing that was that came down to the wire, and I tell you, I was out on the water with with Anthony on Sunday, and he had that fish on. He had that fish on, and and I don't know what it is about fish and structure, man, but they uh they see a shadow or something like that, and they said that's where I'm going, and they went for his power poles and broke him off. But uh, hey, he 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 had a good showing on his home lake again, and the lake is really fishing right well right now, isn't it? Oh, I think it's fishing extraordinarily well for about anything you want to catch. Seeing lots of posts of crappy fishing. Do you, I know you're a striper guy, and we have a striper story to tell. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you do a hot bass. Hey, do you ever go out and just wail on the crappy? I, I do. Um, you know, it's, I haven't in the last couple of years, uh, but it's one of those things that now that I have a nine-year-old and a five-year-old, two boys, and and – you know, I've kind of got them on deep structure fishing in the winter, yeah. et cetera. So I, I'm so that's the next kind of <laughs> deal for me to show them how to, to catch some of these crappy on brush, et cetera, on Lake Murray. I told Taylor, I said, when we get tired of doing this, beating the banks and all this for bass, we're going to learn how to catch those crappy too. Because I, I, you know, I don't mind sitting there casting and stuff like that, but boy, it just seems like there's, there is something awfully relaxing about sitting there and just going straight down and letting all the, 
you know, all the energy, let the fish do all the work. That's right. Um, Drew Island, you're, you're sitting out into Lake Murray, which is 55, 54,000 acres. The, the park is three, almost 350 acres, which is, is big. Um, and you got a lot of stuff going on there. I mean, from primitive camping, the uh, the nicest RV hookups. You got the villas, which we stayed at. Oh, let's gosh. talk about the yeah. Let's, say, let's talk a little bit about accommodations. When you want to go to Deer Island State Park, what have you got to choose from? All right. Well, we got the organized, like you said, the primitive, which is for organized groups, a lot of Boy Scouts, church groups, etc. Um, we also have, you know, 97, we have two campgrounds, 97 sites that are RV hookup, 30 amp, and we also have, uh, 15, 10 only sites. Okay. Uh, some of them have pads and, uh, they ha- also have electric and, and water at them. Um, you know, of course, bathhouses in there. Um, they're very popular. Um, if everything goes as is planned, we are going to upgrade the power in our front campground. Okay. Uh, to 50 amp and get some sewer in there. So we're kind of looking forward to that. It's been a little while and, uh, some circumstances throughout the state kind of happen. And sure. And uh, now it's our turn, hopefully. And, and we're going to get some upgrades, which are much needed and, and provide even more amenities. And when it comes to camping, <clears throat> we also have, uh, 10 camper cabins, which are basically little, it's like camping. You have a centralized bathhouse, but they have a, a pool bed. And a set of bunks in there. Okay. Uh, you bring your own linens. Uh, they're climate controlled, heat air. Oh, wow. And, uh, you got a little firing and whatnot outside. Very, very popular. Yeah. Uh, we got, like I said, we got 10 of those. Okay. And then we have, uh, you know, we have five villas, which have been here since 93. And, uh, you know, three of them are three bedroom and two of them are two bedroom. Uh, they have a, a shared community dock as a courtesy dock and, yep. uh, they're, they're popular. We're starting the process of, each year trying to update these inside and out and it seems to be uh going well uh y'all y'all were fortunate to, to oh, stay in, yeah. in villa too and, <laughs> and that was our latest one and uh we're proud of them uh and they, they do stay booked and they're yeah. busy but uh we, we're proud of them and we look forward to doing the rest of them you know i haven't stayed in the in the the, the little cabins uh i have had, had a camper down there and stayed that was in 2014 with the cup um and then I have stayed in my hammock at a tent site, and it, but the villas are by far my favorite. I've stayed in them several times now, um, and and thank you very much for making the last minute thing happen. I was uh, I was fully prepared for a hammock between two trees, and it just worked out and had the whole family down. Taylor and Debbie and I came down on Thursday night. Jordan and Daniel came down Friday night, spent the night. Had oh and and look people. If you, I don't know, are, do all the villas have the nice fireplace? The, the, only the two that we've done, ah, number okay. one and number two. But okay. like I said, all of them are going to have it eventually. <laughs> I hope we're going to do two this coming fall, winter. Okay. Uh, and uh, so we're going to do uh, two more of them, and uh, that's the 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 goal is to have all five of them, you know, with a signature fire oh, area. Oh man, let me tell you what, folks. A couple of Adirondack chairs. <laughs> On a big, nice pad, big old fire pit. We had fires, well, I guess Friday and Saturday nights. Didn't do one. Let's see, no. Did, we did Thursday and Friday. Didn't do Saturday because it was raining. Um, but even during the rain, Ellie, you got the big screened-in porches on the back of those villas, and we just sat out there, watched the rain come down, uh, watched a little TV, 
just chilled. I mean, and everybody had a good time. And in fact, I think you've created a big problem for me because now everybody <laughs> wants to come back. <laughs> See, it's a problem for you, but not a problem for him. Of course it's not. No. Uh, uh, but, you know, and, and I was a little concerned about the courtesy dock back there, being on the water and public and all that. But, my goodness, we had to find a place to, to park the boat one night because everybody else was taking advantage of it. And everybody's like, no, nah, I never had any problem down here. So, I mean, that's the beauty of it is, is you know, you do have that dock over there. You're kind of away from the other main traffic, et cetera. So it, it makes it a lot easier for folks uh, if you got your boat down there just to hop on, leave the villa, hop on, and go yep. do what you want to do. And uh, and we were all amazed at how quiet that section of the lake was because you're not – you're kind of back in there isolated by yourself. There's, you know, there's an island out there. So even the channel traffic is cut down a little bit for people cutting uh, the backside of Drear headed up. Uh, back towards Buffalo Creek and up through there. Um, just a really, just a really enjoyable weekend and, and can't thank you enough for making it happen. Well, I'm glad, you know, it, like I said, some things pop up last minute yeah. and everybody kind of got lucky involved and, and it worked out. So I'm yeah. glad you were able to, to come up and bring the family. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> speaking of boats, we got about a minute and a half here. Speaking of boats and docks and stuff like that, how many boat ramps are on Drear Island? Well, we have Two on each side of the tackle shop, which can handle two boats per. Actually, okay. it can handle three, but in reality, two okay. per. And then we also have two in the tournament area, the big lot. Right. Uh, and it's got a divider going down the middle. So, okay. uh, you know, we have gas dock down at the at the tackle shop. Yep. You know, it's a little tackle shop, visitor center, got a little bit of everything in there. And we also have uh, 50 marina slips that we lease yearly. So, okay. So those are annual leases on the slips. Yes. Okay. And it has a bathroom over there with a coated door so folks can go in and shower, et cetera, if they come for the weekend and, uh, you know, full power out there. And it's, it's, it's pretty much a brand new dock. We actually did them the same time that we did the, uh, camper cabins. Okay. And the store, like you said, he's got, um, he's got the supplies for s'mores in there, I suppose. Yeah. A little, a little charcoal, drink, some ice, a little bit of fish and tackle. Uh, I, try, I try to do the tackle, you know, based on the time of the year okay. uh, and have a little bit of everything just because we don't have but X amount of room in there. Right. So I try to just kind of do it by season, and it seems to work out in my little corner. I'm the only one that gets <laughs> to handle the tackle. So. <laughs> oh, man, good stuff. All right, well, folks, we're going to we're gonna hold Ellie over because we're at the end of this uh, segment. So, Ellie, hang on. We're going right. to come back, and we're going to do some more on Drew Island State Park and some of the other stuff you can do and see why you're down that way. So y'all hang on. More after the break. And welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. Glad to have you back with us after the break, which was a little longer. I kind of normally I only have like 15 seconds of break, and somehow I got an extra 10 seconds in there. So apologies if you had to listen to uh, 
bop till you drop just a little bit further, longer than you normally do. See, if it was good music, I wouldn't complain, but since it's yours. That was really good music, and I'm not complaining. Well, I am. <laughs> well, of course. I have. You have to complain about something. That's false. <laughs> oh, that's true. That is oh, absolutely there's, false. There are no complaints about the visit to Drew Island last weekend, absolutely is there? Absolutely not. Even with the rain. And even having to leave a little early on Sunday morning to get back for, for finals. But the rain made, like, good nap time. That oh, it did make good nap time. <laughs> it did. And after getting up at, like, 5.30, that... Several mornings <laughs> in a row, yes. <laughs> it feels real good. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, to be out on the water hanging out with all the Tackle Warehouse guys, that was fun, too. Yeah, uh, but we, we, we've got Ellie Jones, who is the... The guy at Drear Island State Park, if you need anything, I'll give you his phone number after he's off so you can call him directly. <laughs> Negative. Silence. <laughs> oh, if you have any questions, I'll just give you know, hit me up for a price. I'll tell you exactly how to get a hold of him. Uh, no, he's usually around the park somewhere. So, uh, But, yeah, he's got a lot of people, that good people that run things for him. In fact, um, uh, pro tip, if you do stay in a villa, and you're out on the back screening porch, Don't do not close the door. Close the door. <laughs> <laughs> that story will live yes, on. Yes, which, which Debbie did. Uh, luckily, we, we were just getting ready to eat dinner, so we had uh, all had our bowls of chili, and we all had uh, water or drink or whatever, so we wouldn't have starved to death out on the back porch. But we did get rescued. Thank you, Ellie Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You're not the first, then you won't be the last. I no, in fact, I, while because I knew you were out with your boys getting pizza, um, and when I texted you, I didn't want to call you, and you know, then I so I got a hold of Scotty and a good friend Scott Davis and um, mutual friend of ours, and I said, hey, as uh, do you have another number for Ellie, or is there an emergency number at the camp? ground and all that and he's like no dude he said i don't know he said but you might look for a spare key around there so he had me underneath the deck <laughs> looking for a, a spare key and i and and he said but be careful watch for spiders well he didn't warn me that uh doves like to make nests down there on those columns <laughs> and so i i boosted up my tiptoes and came face to face with a dove on her nest she was not happy with me. No, she wasn't. She uh, came out and she sat in that tree right there. Yeah. And she just looked at you. She did not, she did not like me at all. But, uh, no, nah, great time. And those, and there again, Ellie, and you know this, sometimes it's not the, it's not the perfect trip. It's the one that's got the hiccups in it that you remember and laugh about the most. That's it. <laughs> it's all about memories. That's exactly right. Uh, well, we covered the, the camp and the accommodations and all. Like I said, I've stayed in everything but like the little camper cabins. Well those 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 I guess are comparable to little KOA cabins that some some of the campgrounds have, right? Yeah, there's some yeah. Okay. Alright, so if you stayed to KOA now you know what we're talking about. Uh but there's just that's just the accommodations. There's a ton of stuff to do while you're down there. Uh not only I guess you can walk all the roads, Ellie, nobody's gonna run you down, but you also got a couple of hiking trails, multi use trails across the park. We do. We got a, a lot of folks, and you know, we get a lot of the neighboring folks that come and they'll park at the, you know, at the booth at the little parking okay. area at the booth, and they'll walk the entire park, the roads, and through the back, etc. Um, and if that's not your cup of tea, then you know some folks will park at one of the shelter areas and and walk the trail. And like shelters five and six is the trailhead for okay. our two point one mile uh, little gap trail, and it kind of runs out to the little gap and. 
kind of back around and comes back and it's a very popular trail. Uh, it's got bathrooms right there beside it. Um, we also have a little multi-use trail that kind of shoots in where the eye, when, when you come onto the third island. Right. It, uh, it, the road goes one way, it splits, and, and the little multi-use trail goes right through the middle. Okay. Uh, it's, again, that's a little popular one. You can put your bike on it, et cetera. And we also have the Billy Dreer Nature Trail, which is a little small trail that goes out to one of the old home sites. And it's behind the community building. Community building. Right. Three or four. Yeah, because I've walked that trail, that one before. In fact, the community center, that's, that's got memories of its own. Um, oh yeah. Back in 2015, we did a pig picking. That was 2014 and 15 was when we had, oh gosh, Anthony won the cup on Murray. Murray. Casey won the classic on Hartwell. Well, yep. And then Patrick Walters and Geddes Brandon won the college event, college That's championship right. on Murray. And we did a pig picking and that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Why have we that waited? Was, Why have we not done that again? I, I don't know. I, I, it, that's another one of those that, with Taylor's picture of the striper and freezing, and oh. another one that pops up is the, 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 you know, getting the grills, putting yeah. the, the block. Oh, word. And, uh, man, it was good. That was fun. Oh, we had a good time doing that. We have got to do that again. Yeah, we do. I'm agree with that. I'm, a, I'm sure we can find an excuse for something, somebody doing <laughs> something to get a bunch of people again to do that. And we nah, do that. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with that. <laughs> uh, you, you hit on something there. People parking out at the, the front parking lot and just walking the trails. Mm-hmm. Day use. I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't want to go down and stay, you're welcome to come hang out and, and make a day of it down there. We do. We've got a lot of shelters uh, that folks can rent. Uh, we have little picnic pads that folks can rent. Uh, they're very popular. Each one of each two uh, picnic shelters, we have uh, shelters three and four. has a bathroom that's right there at the community building. We also have uh, shelters um Nine and ten, well, five and six, and then nine and ten, eleven and twelve, and then thirteen and fourteen, and all those areas have a bathroom uh, okay. that you can, you know, we'll open up if you, you know, if you rent the facility. Uh, very popular. A lot of folks come from Columbia, uh, Lexington, etc. They want to come here. They have a little picnic. Everybody, it's kind of a centralized location. Yeah. Folks can meet up. Uh, so we get a lot of that on the weekends. It's a pretty bustling little park. Um, but that's just one of the other options that we have. We also have two fishing tournaments, actually three fishing tournament shelters. Uh, but we also, you know, kind of coordinate with tournaments depending on how big sure. they are. But if, if, if you know, we've had a lot of groups, uh, you know, some of the local uh, fire department, rescue squads, benefit tournaments that don't have all the trailers and all that stuff, that, you know, that are self-contained. We have all those amenities there, scales. Tubs, etc. Wow. The folks can come out and put on a, a you know, a little tournament if they want to. Uh, we get a lot of law enforcement tournaments, which yeah. I encourage, uh, you know, especially on Fridays. Okay. And they'll come out, they'll have it, they'll raise a little money for the little deal, uh, do a little bass fishing, and, and, it, and it's fun. Did not know you had all that stuff. That's, oh, yeah. That's good to know. File that away um, for later. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that, like I yeah. said, I, I try to accommodate just about everyone that I can. Sure. Uh, and these guys, there's a lot of, there's a wealth of resources out there and folks that are willing to help out people that want to get something started in regards to a tournament. I can kind of point people in the right direction. I've dealt with a lot of tournament directors over the years. Yeah. Uh, we've had seven tournaments over 150 boats so far this year. Wow. 
So, and we have Berkeley Big Bass coming this coming week. Yeah, yeah. Then we got a big high school in our or a high, you have we have a high school yep. and a college tournament coming. Yep. And the and the World Bass uh, tournament, which is coming in November. November. So. Yeah, that's the USA so, I mean, versus we got, the world. We, we, you know, it's a it's a cool place. We're in yeah. the middle of the lake. Uh, so folks, anglers love to come here. Yeah. Because you can hit the dam or you can head up the rivers. It's all about the equal amount of distance. Yep. Um, good boat ramps and and it's secure lighted, uh, etc. So, and if you're if you're not gonna go out there and go fishing for striper, crappy bass, catfish, or whatever, uh, real quick, couple of things that people can do on the water that uh, just kind of cruising the lake. Lots of you know the good thing about Murray as opposed to some of the other lakes is we do have a handful of restaurants, so you can go grab a bite to eat, pull your boat up, get a bite to eat, etc. But also you you have a lot of sightseeing, and you can get out, especially uh, July, August, early September when the Purple Mortons yeah. start doing their roosting down there on Bomb Island. Uh-huh. Uh, it is quite a, a, a sight to behold. Just go down there, keep your nav lights on, and put your boat off and just watch all these purple martins headed to this uh to bomb island and it is it is crazy cool i mean it is millions and millions of <laughs> millions of birds and then wildlife on the island and we got about a minute left here uh man the deer are there the ospreys are around i saw the eagles flying around you got turtles and and red-bellied water snakes and Woodpeckers and pretty much anything else you could want to see out there. We got, you know, we have our resident. Uh, we got a couple of big female uh, water snakes that always are up under the gas dock, the marina, and some of the other areas, and they've been there for years. And uh, like I said, we got armadillos, which is kind of funny now, but we have a lot of a lot of little smaller deer that we, yeah. I kind of like in the key deer. So okay, very good. But, well, Ellie, it's uh. We've about run out of time. We've got about 30 seconds left. If you had one thing that's your favorite thing about Drew Allen, what would it be? I love watching that sun go down uh, in the evening right off the bridge. I mean, it's, it, there's nothing like it. Um, you know, the water soothes me. But to see a really good, and we had some good ones last week. Yes, we did. really get a good sunset going down uh, and the weather and the clouds is, is, is something to behold. Absolutely. Well, bud. I appreciate you taking time to be on the show today. Appreciate everything you do. Appreciate the friendship more than anything. And I uh, look forward to spending more time with you soon. All right. Y'all give y'all y'all give me a holler. Y'all take care now. We'll good do, Ellie. Thanks, bye. sir. All right, bye. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's a good one for you to check out. Jury Island State Park. And we'll be back with the last segment of the show. Hang on. Welcome back to Woods and Water, South Carolina. I, talking to Mr. Ellie Jones brings back so many memories. Tell us tell us the memories <laughs> that it brings back the most there, Taylor. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you to him for taking his time out of his day to talk to us about, and I know he loves to talk about drawing, but being willing to talk to us about it and give some information. But, yeah, so my first ever striper experience was actually on his boat. The Ancona Skiff. Yep. On the old Ancona. Um, and I was, oh, how old was I? 
I was a youngin'. Oh, I was still seven. I was still missing a lot of my teeth in that picture. Yeah, seven, <laughs> seven, eight maybe. But it was after a pig picking we had had with, um, yeah, all we the, talked about all with the all the pros. Yep. And, um, it was that night we stayed at his house and we wanted to go hit some dock lights and that was the first time I ever had a real experience with green dock lights and actually seeing the bait fish all around it and I thought it was the coolest thing. But it took us, I, I it was it was cold. First oh, it was very it was cold. Very, very, very cold. And I regret yes. my decision of the sweatshirt I wore that night. It was a Carolina <laughs> sweatshirt. And that, along with the picture, has been the the has made for some fun moments over the years. Mm, very fun. But it took. I remember it took us a little while to find them. But and it took me a while to hook up to one. But when I hooked up to one, boy, I had a good time. <laughs> and we hooked her up. We we. At that time, there weren't a whole lot of green lights on Lake Murray. Mm-hmm. There were a few, and they were very secretive. I mean, you didn't yep. when you knew where there was one, you didn't tell anybody else. Of course, yeah. everybody else knew where they were. But anyway, it, you know, you tend to keep those things secret. Yep. Um, but yeah, and that that one was out on the big water. Mm-hmm. That was out on the main lake. It was green lights. I don't know if that was still there or not. It'd be fun but, to uh, find out there. Yeah, we need to do that. In fact, Ellie said, "Come down in the next few weeks." Is right now. It's really on. Yeah. With the herring bite up, which is, which is on Murray now, uh, it's coming to Hartwell. Y'all get ready. I don't know how far along it is yet, but um, yeah, the old striper trip with Ellie—that was a good time. That was one of those memories, you know. And this past weekend was the first time he'd seen me since, and yeah. he was like, "Boy, you grew up a little bit." <laughs> oh yeah, just a little bit. Uh, hey, his two boys are growing up too, so <laughs> he has no are. room to oh, talk. My word. Um, but yeah, just some just some good stuff, and you know we we talked about the park and and all. Just when you're down there, uh, there's a lot of wildlife and there's a lot of things to see. But there are a lot of people normally. Watch your speed, you know, ten miles an hour, fifteen. Watch for the because there's golf carts. You know, people bring their golf carts, ride them around. There are people hiking. There are people riding bikes, pushing baby carriages. Watch out for the squirrels. I saw a squish. Squirrel I saw a squish squirrel. Yep. Yep. And as much as they annoy me, they're kind of cute. <laughs> they are. Oh, and, and and to finish off that whole segment, oh boy. when we got off the phone, Ellie goes, now you played some fine bumper music on that last segment. That would be Dire Straits Sultans of Swing, by the way. See? You're, uh, you're in a minority. Straits, it, could, it could be worse you're than, in a minority. than Dire Straits. I'll, okay. give, I'll give you Don't that you one. have something... To, to contribute to this show. I actually do because you ran your mouth so much in the first segment I couldn't get it in. <laughs> wait, wait just a second. No. Yeah. It was mutual. You ran it too. Go ahead. That's okay. what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to get on here where nobody else we have to run our mouths. Go ahead. <laughs> Gosh. We have a very small counter event. It's actually just one thing brought to you by Visit Anderson. And Green Pond Landing Event Center. Boy, today is roll reversal wait, day. Yeah, but I say Kind of fun. I like it. Yes. Um, May 15th is the Jack Hunt Benefit Tournament at Green Pond Landing um, at Anderson. Blast off is Safe Light, and Wayne is at 3 o'clock. And make sure you are not late for Wayne because I'll take a pound off every minute you're late. It's a $100 entry fee. Um, there are cash prizes for first, second, and third place. You can go to the PBC Tournament Trail.com for. Um, rules, and you'll find a list of um, off-limit places. Um, there will be no um, fishing prior to the tournament, 
and you can register at pbctournamenttrail.com, and 50% of the proceeds will be given to the Outdoor Dream Foundation. And not that any of y'all are going to be scared by this, but Neil and I talked the other day about fishing this. Oh, boy. (laughs) Neil's going to be fishing in the trees. (laughs) Oh, no, we'll stay away from the trees. (laughs) Keep them out of the big water. (laughs) I love you, Neil, if you're listening. (laughs) Somebody will tell him if he's not. Uh, (laughs) Some news and some... Is that the, that is that no you have some other stuff okay I do there is a for you for you boaters down in Charleston headed north uh, the seasonal no wake zone on the intercoastal behind um, uh, between Goat Island and Isle of Palms is in effect and uh, it runs gosh pretty much the length Let's see there no is it, it used to be from the Isle of Palms connector north. Let's see. The seasonal no wake zone for the Atlantic Coast and behind Alpine has been extended. The no wake zone will extend to the mouth of the creek that intersects the ICW near the IOP connector. So I guess before, yeah, yeah. So be careful. Um, I hate that when they put that in there, but there is just a ton of boat traffic in the intercoastal, and those yep. people that have docks and boats on both sides um, during that time, yeah. It's in place from April the 15th to September 15th, and it's just kind of kind of to help with congestion. I mean, you don't want some people, you know, slower than others and all that in that confined space back there. Right. And and trust me, running a flats boat up and down that section, <laughs> when sporties and stuff like that come through there, yeah, it's, it's oh a little gracious. it's a little hectic. So. Okay, another thing, speaking of boat traffic and everything, something happened this weekend, and it Got under my skin, but when you're out in the middle of the lake, if you're running something, I know it's kind of odd to see a fisherman out there, but they might f- may, may have found some shoals or something to fish. Please keep your distance away from them while they're fishing. Yes. Go around. Don't don't cut right in front of them. Don't cut beside them. Don't cut Go through the middle of the them. pack oh, of boats watching yeah. a guy fish. Especially the I pontoon mean, boat. Yeah, Come on, but he probably didn't have an idea there was a fishing tournament out there. But just it, that all goes back to being aware of your surroundings. Yep. And and being a cautious boater, just like yours, should be a cautious driver. Right. And um, and one thing we kind of ran through quickly at the end of the last show was the new kill switch thing. Yes. That starting April first, mm-hmm. if you're a boat over twenty under twenty six feet and you you have your motor is equipped with a kill switch, switch. mechanism at the you console, you must yeah. use it while it's running. Yeah, it must be hooked up. Now I did talk to. Some people at DNR, they are going to take the first six, eight months is kind of an educational thing. Right. And plus, they've also got to figure out how to how to monitor and how to figure out, you know, violations and all that. But so they're going to take a little while and have a grace period. But it's just smart. Mm-hmm. We wear we wear ours every time we get on the, the Ranger and, and it's to prevent that that. Death spiral circle thing that a lot of boats go into. If you don't wear it, the motor's still in. In ours, especially with the throttle like that, if you got thrown out, the boat'd still be going full yep. speed, however much the throttle's going. Yeah. Did have an interesting conversation at the Southcon DNR High School Championship, the Youth Angler Championship down on Clark's Hill, um, the other day. That if you have a boat with a hot foot. 
that boat is still in gear. Even though you might not be pressing that hot foot down, the boat's still in gear. It's still going to be moving. Mm -hmm. And that's why we're in the kill switch is kind of important. So just be aware of those few little things. Yes. I actually have something. So it's springtime. and No. It's pollen season. It's not springtime. It's pollening in South Carolina. (laughs) But it's pollening slash springtime. Okay. I'll give you that. Phones have dropped. You're going to start seeing them. They're going to look adorable. I know that if you see one alone, you're going to be like, oh, well, what if I just take it? It's and an orphan. Be alone. It's not. This is the time where the mother will leave their phones in a safe place while she goes and finds food. Um, she's likely not far, and she'll end up coming back. Um, it happens all the time. Does she has not their, abandoned no, her No, she's mom. not. She's actually trying to protect them because she is an easier target for predators, um, or the phone, the phone is. And predators see her, and if she's by her phone, she will likely lead that predator to her phone. So she goes off for a little bit. She will come back. Don't worry. Don't touch her or anything like that. Just leave it. It'll be fine. It's... It's one of those nature things. We don't yes. quite understand it, but it's work. Yes. It works. And, and trust me, I know how tough it is. Mm-hmm. I had a fawn so come up cute. to me and sniff my hand. When? Oh, when we had the duck club. Oh. Yeah, we were on one of the, it was springtime, we were on one of the dikes. And yeah. the dike was close to knee high and grass and all that. And as we were walking down the dike, we looked up and there was a fawn standing in in the middle and he's just a little guy, you know, and he sees Spot. us, you know, spots and all, and we Aww. stopped. We just stopped dead in our tracks because we didn't want to alarm it or right. anything, and we didn't know where mom was to begin with. And he saw us, and he pricked his ears <laughs> up, and he kind of, I mean, he, and it wasn't like he was afraid of us at all. He walked right up to us, and and I just, I was like, my first instinct was reach out and pet him, you know. It's just <laughs> a cute little guy, and I've never been that close to a phone before in my life. And he, like, sniffed my hand and nosed it a little bit and just kind of looking around. And we never moved. I mean, we never moved. It was like we were two trees. He's just like, oh, yeah. oh hi. You, and you he kind of walked He walked between us and sniffed both of us for a minute and then just kind of walked on down the dike. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that was an experience right there. So I understand how cute they are. And even, even knowing right. myself not to do that, uh, it still was uh, a challenge. Not to move my hand down to pet him, mm-hmm. cute little guy. But yeah, it's uh, it's good, and and it is fishing. Uh, well, year-round fishing in South Carolina, but a lot more fishing going on now than normal. And so, just a friendly word, uh, to help you know the environment and everything else is to recycle your fishing line. Mm-hmm. Um, by recycling, you also avo- avoid entanglements for fish, birds, and even propellers. Uh, the line collected, you see containers at state boat ramps, is sent to Berkeley Fishing. It's transformed into Fish Hab, a four-foot structure that's made entirely from recycled nylon monofilament fishing line and other recycled materials. And they're put out as fish attractants and that sort of thing. So, yeah, there. if you see those little white tubes, that's what it's for, fishing line. Please deposit your fishing line there. <laughs> And with that, it's another show. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being with us on this Saturday. Hope you're having a great one. Hope it's a good weekend. As always, make time to get out there. Take the back roads when you can. Don't forget the camera. See you back next week. More Woods and Water, South Carolina.